0: Contemplate the workings of the inner being. Your eyes are wide open, but are you really seeing? Talk about getting offended. Are you offended, offended. by everything I say?
1: You so offended you say, by everything. I'm so offended
0: by you. You're so, I'm offended, so by offended by me. By yeah. me. I'm offended, you're offended we're by me. You're offended,
1: everybody's and I think
0: offended. That you're offended.
1: You're offended, I'm offended, I'm offended
0: by you. Fended.
1: We're offended. Uh, offended, offended,
0: offended, offended. F you, pal. F
1: you, pal. F you. Hey, what's up, y'all? <laughs> we're offending everyone right now. Everybody needs to be offended.
0: Mostly because we're offending ourselves.
1: And uh, my breath is offensive, and my armpits are offensive. My language is Your language is dumb. Highly offensive. That's right.
0: So we're gonna be talking today about how language impacts your body and how language makes your body feel. So when you hear offensive language, do you notice the somatic response in your body?
1: Because it's a thing. It is a thing. So when you're when when you hear a word, like I'm gonna say it. Should I say it?
0: Dude, freaking say it.
1: Say it. Fuck you. Right he said it. or fuck or oh fuck or <laughs> fuck out of here he right? said it. when you hear the F-bomb right, and the fact that it's called the F-bomb it's a bomb when you hear that word or any word like it like shit, damn, heck, hell do you get shut off? does your body shut off? do you immediately have the sensation of a blockade that doesn't allow you to connect with another person um our languaging in, in today's world, in, in, in today's all world. world, in all world, and as it's long as this world been. has been around, people get offended by things. And language is one of those things that we get offended by that actually stops us from connecting with other people.
0: So what happens when you hear something that's offensive to you? Have you ever stopped to first or even just think about it right now? How does it make you feel in your body? Where do you feel it? Do you feel it in your throat? Do you feel your body getting hot and then what are the thoughts that come after someone say someone is offensive or says something that offends you
1: right and the the idea that it is offensive in the first place you know do your eyebrows knit right when i can i can tell you right now if i walk into a store and i'm speaking to a clerk and the clerk says fuck my eyebrows knit if i can i I can tell you right now that they knit as I as I as, as I fall into the situation, I have all I was always taught that that is a bad word, from when I was a child, and so the things I ascribed to bad were things I didn't want to be connected to. So it stopped me for a long time. Um, it, we used to play this game called bad habit, right? We would punch each other if we said curses, and th- for a long time my body would seize up the minute I would hear somebody curse or cuss or whatever you want to call these words that we 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 consider offensive or language mm-hmm. and my body would seize up and I can still feel the old habits of my body seizing up. I am more in the position where I can actually fall into a space where I accept another person and am able to communicate with them more. And I had a friend once tell me, um, you know, what, what's up with you getting so bent out of shape about people using language that we use all the time. And it was really interesting how it was programmed into my body so that I wouldn't connect with other people. I would actually shut people down, shut people off, not be concerned about what was going on in their situations or their lives because they said a bad word, right? I was taught by the church. I was taught by my parents. I was taught by the people that watched me, my babysitters. I I was taught by all of these people that if somebody says this, you should eschew or avoid that person with all of your might. You should stay away from that person. So this this is something that was built into my body, offense. And this is something that we teach our children to do, to be offended. And then we grow up being offended adults. And it becomes problematic because it actually stops us from connecting with other human beings.
0: Which is really where transformation, um, evolution, and moving forward comes from. Or moving or expanding. We don't really ascribe to the idea of things being a linear process like forward. Rather, it goes in all directions, up, down, sideways. And so to, to on one hand, tell someone um, that we need to do better, be better, expand, grow, be more tolerant, we're also denying people the opportunity by having these judgments that we react on with immediacy as it relates to language. Because if someone says something offensive... There's a shutdown mechanism that occurs that's outside of our control. So the question is, what do you do? Because it's really not tolerating people.
1: It's not tolerating people. It's not tolerating sound. It's not tolerating anything. I mean, when you look at the foundations of what language is, right? Language is... A series of sounds that we ascribe meaning to, right? A word like my name, ta, is a sound, right? A series of consonants and vowels put together that I associate myself with. So when you say ta, I turn and look because that is what I ascribe to the meaning of my name, right? So that's all words are is sounds. Everybody ascribes different meanings to different things. If I was to say, hey, Cole, this is scarlet red. And Cole says, no, this is crimson red. And somebody else says, no, this is val- valentine red. And the whole
0: time it was really purple. And the purple. whole
1: time, <laughs> whatever, whatever it is, we all have these different meanings for things. And if we don't sit and talk to each other about these things, we can be offended. Oh, that's not red. That's not red. That's not red re- that I like. That's not the... And we get bent out of shape and we have these issues around the way we see things and the way we're taught to see things in this world. So it actually stops us from connecting on a very physical, very visceral, physical level. So it's really important for us when we are working with people to get into the language that they use with themselves and the language that they use with other people. And
0: awareness around where they're reactive, because the moment that you become reactive, you're out of your power. Um, you're, you are giving your power away to another word that's been translated and defined by someone else. That doesn't mean that we just go around saying whatever and not caring. It's when you start to expand your awareness, it's knowing that if you truly want to connect, it's being mindful of how you're impacted by language, how you're manipulated by language, and how you react to language if you're really about connection, expansion, evolution, and transformation
1: or just seeing somebody else or seeing somebody's point of view we talk a lot in this world about world peace we talk a lot about cohesion expansion and growing and things is the, the the very foundation of how we communicate with each other is language we have written language we have spoken language we have body language and we have artistic language which is a combination of all of those things we, we, can, we bring these things together so that we can actually communicate with each other. And when we use a communication device to actually block communication, it becomes dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. So the the expression, one's expression is one's expression. To take offense to somebody else's expression is problematic because it doesn't actually allow us to connect with another person. So being able to get your sp- uh, the body into a space where you can actually physically tolerate being in a language space that you may have been programmed into not accepting to actually physically tolerate yourself allows you to be in a space where you can actually accept another person. Once you can accept that person, you fall into a space where you can feel safe around that person. You generate an, an idea of safety for yourself then you can be vulnerable and say hey man you know um i'm normally affected i'm normally offended by that type of language what's 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 going on what's making you use that or could you tell me what you know could you give me more depth and that allows connection and that connection moves into intimacy and this is where we always work from with everything in our in our work is tolerance acceptance safety vulnerability connection it always follows in that paradigm
0: look At the end of the day, meaning is what generates feeling, right? So the meaning that other people have on language and the language you use with them, for us, we found a lot of um, just empowered action in asking people, if I notice something I say offends them or triggers them or whatever, I can see it in the body language response. And if it wasn't my intention for that reaction, then I have the opportunity to be like, hey, I just noted something, shift, I can rephrase that for you if that works for you, right? Because for us, we use language that definitely does not work for everyone and we are fully aware of that. And at the same time, we are able to adapt and mold and use language that's comfortable for someone else because it doesn't bother us. We are not limited by someone else's words. Now, there's a time and a place for our full expression of our freedom and when we're looking to connect. We're meeting someone where they are, which means they may use language that we aren't huge fans of, or we find to be very, um, imprisoning or judgmental or shaming or guilt. Uh, That's probably one of the few things for us that will make me kind of like, is when it's something that's shame or causing guilt or a manipulation tactic built into language. So... It's really, what do you want? What are you looking to obtain through connection? If the connection is about having fun and enjoyment, then giving power away by being judgmental of someone else by the language that they choose is going to get in the way of that. Can you see past the language to connect with the person? Because people are not their words. Now, that doesn't mean they aren't their intentions. So that's a whole other episode, and we'll talk about those things in more depth as time goes on.
1: Definitely, and this is this is a a topic for me. You know, I'm 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 brought up in Flatbush, Brooklyn, so we used a lot of words that people have told me in my lifetime that are offensive or
0: inappropriate,
1: dirty language, or I have a potty mouth, or I have I speak like a pirate, or um, I have I have foul language. You know, I put something up the other day, and a friend of mine said, "You have a foul mouth," Um, you know, and what was what was foul about what i said it's an expression and once once we can be free to express ourselves without judgment and free to allow others to express themselves without judgment our bodies can all relax and we can get into a place of connection and this is a big big space for us with people that we work with is is getting people to start to understand that when you don't tolerate what another person is saying based on the language that they use you are missing out on connection and your body can get into a place of guarding all the time. And when you when when you look for when you look at a person, you say that person has a potty mouth, there's a preparation, right? There's a preparation for defense, there's a preparation for protection and it's a reactive space and it also pulls from your brain and that takes resources away from the rest of your body. And you may be wondering why you're you're not healing, right? If 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 this is happening in your home, if somebody uses language in your home, and you find it offensive, and you don't get into the the whole gist of what's going on with that person, and ask them if they could actually work with you on that. It can be causing you a grand amount of of, of discomfort. The same thing at your job. The same thing wherever you go. So we we you know we invite you to stop being offended, <laughs> and 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 opt for for opt not being for, offended.
0: Opt for curiosity. What does yeah. someone mean when they say something? And if it does truly offend you and hit you in a certain way. What keeps you from taking a deep breath and actually expressing? So anger covers hurt. So even if your reaction is anger, what is the anger protecting? Because anger is a protection from something, physical, emotional, spiritual harm of some kind. So if you really check in with yourself in a reactive state and ask yourself first, what am I protecting right now? Am I protecting my idea of myself, my religion, my family, my culture, my gender, and then Approach someone with curiosity. We have had conversations with people that we com- we are on completely different pages. You know what? We're in completely different books. In fact, we're not we're not even both reading a book. However, we can still find compassion and kindness, which is the only true answer to us evolving and shifting a lot of the global or societal community issues that are still happening, is to start finding tolerance through language to get past language, to find commonality and what we do have in common to start coming up with where are our beliefs aligned so that we can be working in the same direction.
1: That is right. And you know, one of the most common things with language is judgment. And judgment often leads to misunderstanding, because we don't get the other person's perspective. And if we don't get the other person's perspective, we actually shut them off. And that can be an an issue. And, you know, language can either create walls, or they can create bridges. A connection so you know oh, come it's, on man it's, I just
0: got my hair all cute today
1: it still looks cute man come on bro sis
0: luckily if they're Honey. listening if you can't actually see what just happened you'll have to pop over to Facebook I just video. ran
1: my fingers across her hair because she's beautiful see she got offended what's hurting you <laughs> <laughs> so and, and that anger device I wanted to touch on that too you know when someone says a word like fuck and you get mad immediately can you tune in and say, okay, there's anger here. What, what am I protecting? Am I protecting that there's good language? Am I protecting good language, bad language? Am I protecting myself from an offensive person? What am I protecting myself from? Check in with yourself. So that's about it.
0: Yeah, that'll do for today. Yeah,
1: we'll talk more about not being offended in a lot of ways as we move on with the podcast. Thank you for joining us. And
0: not to be confused with not being offended and being mindful, and we'll get, or heartful. So we'll sit and we're going to dive deeper into all of these conceptually as time goes on, because there's so many layers and intricacies, and exceptions and situations and whatever. So if you have certain situations you want to go deeper into, let's do it. Let's We're all about it. Yeah. So if you haven't already, if you're watching us live on Facebook, on our talk whole Facebook page, hey, Meryl. Hey, Megan. So good to see y'all. We love you all so much. Bebo, you're the bomb and you make the best hummus in the world. And if you're listening on the podcast, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. And really, those reviews are everything. And we're going to start giving away prizes for the reviews that we read online. So leave us a review, five stars if you're feeling it. If you're not feeling it, leave them somewhere else. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you should be feeling it. And you if you're not feeling it, it then let give us, us suggestions. Let us know what you need to hear to be feeling it so that we can cater this to you.
0: This is your access to whatever you want to hear about, talk about, or be validated for, whatever. So if you go to mentorinthemirrorpodcast.com, you can subscribe to the email list. You can also see past episodes. And if you go to talkhole.com, We have free things you can download to dive deeper right now, like The Naked Truth. We have live events. We've got one coming up next Saturday in Austin with still three spots left. We've got trips to Tonga to swim with humpback whales. Like We're here for epic adventures that include these deep conversations to really facilitate you getting to your truth, your belief, and building tolerance for those around you.
1: That's right. So listen, rate. Download, subscribe, share, and uh join us for the next episode of Mentor, Mentor in, in the, the mirror. mirror. Ciao. Peace be free. Your are wide open, but you really If you cut us, do we not believe? If you take from us, do we not need? If you cut the air off, do we not breathe? If you do facts, do we not believe? If you don't cut us, do we not bleed? If you give to us, do we not need? If you let the air flow, do we not breathe? If you like to-